Hello and welcome back to God in Therapy with Tara Body. I am so glad to have you here in the therapy room this evening. Um, we have a topic to talk about tonight, but before I do, I want to remind you to go to tarabody.com forward slash services if you want to receive counseling. Anything you hear and you say, I really want to talk to a counselor about that, you can contact me through my website or you can email me at info at tarabody.com. But tonight's topic um, is called leaving the nest. And it's a really big topic around this time of year because we have graduation season all over the country. You have so many high school seniors that are graduating and they are promoting to that next phase of life we call adulthood. Now, adults, we know that graduating from high school doesn't necessarily give you the keys um, to taking care of yourself and being totally independent of your parent, but it does come with certain rights that your children now have and may exercise. And if you are a parent of a senior or an 18 year old who is graduating this year, you've already felt a little bit of that pull towards independence. And some of us, you felt it way before the senior year. It's your child now trying to show that they have their own thoughts and decisions and minds. And a lot of times that causes a lot of conflict between parents and children. So. As I begin to wind down this season, I wanted to talk about this graduation season. I wanna to talk to my parents that have children that are coming up on adulthood. They're in the 11th and 12th grade or you have a high schooler and you're starting to see that this season of parenting is shifting for you with this child. And I have a lot of parents that I'm so proud of that come into the therapy room to discuss this transition and how it is emotionally affecting them. Some parents denied the emotional effect that this has. Some of them did not even know it would have such a large effect. But I really, really am proud of those parents that understand this is huge that my child is possibly leaving. It is huge that my child is getting into adulthood and I'm supposed to feel something about that. I equate when a child leaves um, their parents' home and go into adulthood, sometimes it's almost like a divorce. It could feel the same level of depression and grief as a divorce can feel. Meaning you have been in a relationship with somebody that you absolutely love, you have uh, shared a space with them, been in the home with them, seen them every day, then all of a sudden it changes. They leave, they move out. And if you have a high schooler, you know they're looking forward to it. A lot of them, the majority, are looking forward to this independence. They're looking forward to leaving. So they're excited. They're talking about their plans. They're like, I can't wait to go here and move here and go there. But you as the parent are sitting there, maybe sometimes in a different mood. Even when you are excited that all of the goals that you have for your child, they're achieving it and they have their scholarships and they are got, got into colleges or the military or trade school or wherever they're going, there is a part of you that grieves the relationship changing because it's not ending, but it is changing. So I wanna talk about that tonight. I wanna talk about the emotions that parents feel when their children are leaving the nest. Um, because it is a grieving process, you're going to go through those stages of grief. And those stages are denial, 
There are parents that literally deny, they're in denial about the fact that their child is becoming an adult or is an adult at 18 according to the legal, uh, the, the legal rules of this country at 18. They really can make decisions that you cannot stop them from making. And sometimes that makes parents upset because legally their child is allowed to make decisions. So there's denial that my child is actually becoming an adult and growing and has the ability to now move away from me. Then there comes this, this stage of anger. Some parents actually get angry with their children for, for, for wanting to be independent, from releasing themselves from their parent con parents' control, for not taking their advice. When they say, I don't want to, the want to go to the school you, ask, you want me to go to, they don't want to take the road that you have been talking about with them, and they decide, I'm going to do something totally, totally different. A lot of parents get angry. Some of the children say, I'm going to move in with my friend when I graduate. I'm, I'm going. And parents can get so upset because that's not what we talked about. That's not what I envisioned for you. That's not what I want out of your life. Even children making decisions, they cut their hair their senior year. They start getting piercings and tattoos. And, and you're looking at them like, who did I raise? This is not what I wanted for you. This is not what I envisioned. So there's anger. And then after anger, you start feeling um, a lot of depression. It's real. The sadness is real. I was thinking about the other day, my, my child is a ninth grader. She's ending her first year of high school. And because I have counseled so many parents on this very issue, I am getting my heart ready. I'm already getting my heart ready because I have invested a lot in my child. And when you are a parent that has invested a lot in your child and your relationship with them, it, is, it would make no sense that you did not feel the changes and that it did not affect you emotionally. When you have been mom or dad to this child and a lot of your decisions have been made with this child in mind, to now see them grow and begin to go and pull away, it is emotional. And I want you to deal with that emotion, be okay with having that emotion, it's real. And if you are able to say it out loud and say, I'm gonna miss my baby, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, because that's real. I, I'm sitting here today, I have this little booklet I found in my drawer earlier today and these are pictures of my kids when they were in preschool. This little girl right here <laughs> is gonna be 15 next week. This is the one that's in high school now. And it makes me tear up <laughs> to think that this person in my home every day will then at, in three years have a decision of when she comes to visit, if she comes to visit, <laughs> how often she calls. And I know there are some parents saying, I'm not having that problem. I can't wait till they go. I'm, I'm gonna be free, I got plans. Well, that's good for you. But some of us have built a connection. It is important that we build a nurturing connection. And my daughter, you know, I, I, in front of my friends, I tell them all the time, I'm traveling around the world. As soon as my daughters get out, because I have three, so I do have some time. I have eight years on my last one. 
But I've made this statement. I, I got plans and I'm going to be free and I'm going to have all my money. But deep down inside, I know I'm going to feel it. My daughter went to summer. I remember she went to a summer camp for a week, just a week. And she was in seventh grade and she didn't call me. How dare she? <laughs> but she told me we didn't have a signal and they didn't want us on the phone the whole time. And I said, what type of horrible people wouldn't make sure you call your mother an entire week? It was Monday through Friday, five days. And they don't think that I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> and I ended up calling uh, because she was there at a Christian camp with her youth pastor. And I called him. I said, can you check and see if my child's phone is working? How do I even know she's alive? So I can't even imagine my child going to college and just not answering her phone. I think I'm going to have some type of tracking device because I, I cannot know. At least that first year. We got, I got some things in place. Uh, because you know the child is going to call you a lot and the one that's just going to try to be free and do their own thing. But I recognize it's something that must happen. And parents, it must happen. So I want to talk about what the word of God talks about, about these children and this transition, because it will happen. It has to happen. And we always use our scripture, Proverbs 22 and six, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. One of the phases of grief is a part of us that have regret of, did I teach my child everything they need to truly be independent? to truly do well in this world? Did I raise them in a way that they're gonna be a good human being? That they're gonna have integrity? That they're gonna love and honor God with their life? That they're gonna always choose to be a hard worker and honest and good to people? Did I put everything in them that I can? Did I do the work that God told me to do? Some of us are a little scared because we may have spent a lot of their childhood working or we were distracted by a lot of other things going on in our own adult life that we wonder, did I really spend the adequate amount of time pouring into my children? And then when you see them as teenagers and they're still making mistakes and they're still not cleaning their room and they're still being irresponsible and you still got to remind them, them to do their schoolwork and turn in assignments and they're seniors in high school, you're wondering, can my child truly survive without me? Can they? And what I will tell you is, God will help them the same way he helped you when your parents were not there and they were not a, around to help lift you up every time you made a mistake. Some things you learned through trial and error, some things you learned through the consequence of saying, if I get up late, I missed my first class. I missed an assignment. I failed the class. And so now I know don't get up late, go to bed early, get the class on time, do my assignments, because if I don't, I'm going to fail. Some of your children have never experience failure because you have put so many fences around them some of you have held them up so much that you don't really know what they're capable of you don't really know can my child adjust if they need to do they know the right decision to make because you've made a lot of them for them and i would say this to parents of high schoolers when you come around 9th, 10th, 11th grade, they need to be making some of those academic decisions. And when I mean decisions, I mean 
They need to email the teacher for missed assignments if they have them. They need to be aware of all of their grades. They need to be making some of their friend choices and realizing, okay, that's not a friend I really need to keep because I realize that person doesn't have good character. We cannot choose all of these things for them because there is a point where we won't be choosing, but our children need to learn sometimes through trial and error. And I know there are some helicopter moms or dads and you're saying, I don't want them hurt. I don't want that to happen. That could be terrible. But if your children don't learn while they're with you, because while they're in your home and mistakes are made, you can help them to navigate those situations, navigate those choices, sit them down and say, okay, this is a choice you made. You saw the consequence of it. What now are you going to do differently? See, if you never have those conversations and you're just telling them what to do, when they're out of your house and those mistakes are made, you expect they're going to come back home and ask you for advice, but some of them will just hide their mistakes from you. They'll hide that they couldn't make good choices. And then what happens? That's when the parents get the letters after the first semester and the child has failed everything. Or the parents get the letters and the child has gotten in trouble because we did not allow them to grow up those last couple of years they were in our house. So one of the key things God talks about in the Bible is us making sure that we make him the priority in our children's lives, that we teach them to follow him and to get guidance from him. We talked about that in the last episode. If you weren't able to hear the last episode last week, I want you to go back and listen about how we are to make God a priority in our children's lives, that they learn to pray, that they learn to pause and seek God's advice, because there are things that they may go through that we don't have the answer for, or we're simply not present when the decision needs to be made. And our children need to know I can go to God. See, that's one of the greatest things you can teach your child is to love and honor God because you don't know everything. I don't know everything for my daughters. I am limited in my scope. I'm limited based upon I only have certain experiences. God has only given me certain knowledge, certain talents. There is only certain experiences I have had. So I won't be able to tell my daughters everything. I could tell them I'll pray about that or let me seek advice from other people or I'll get back to you. But I don't know everything. But I must trust that God is always going to make sure that they have the right mentorship, other people in their lives that will come in and be surrogate fathers and mothers and and work in favor for my child. One of the prayers I always pray over my children before school starts is God give them favor with every adult around them. Give them favor with their teachers. Give them favor with administrators. Give them favor even with other students and their peers so that these people will treat my child well and they will teach them and, and pour into them and impart good information into them. This is how you have faith in God for your children. But if we try to hold on to them and we choke them out and hold them too tight because we don't want to let them go, you stifle their growth. You stifle God being able to move and get the purpose out of, his, out of their lives that he ordained. Because when that child came into the earth, we are carriers. We are conduits. We are how spiritual beings get into the earth. But we don't own them. And we don't own their purpose. And we don't own their destiny. We have no clue who God is going to call these children to be. We can kind of see little glimpses of it. We see the talents. We see some skills. But we don't know God's total plan for our children. We don't. And the worst thing we can do is try to 
manipulated or orchestrated according to what we want and what we're comfortable with. We have to have faith in God even for our children. That if we train them and we tell them what they're supposed to do and we tell them to honor God, he shall direct their paths. He will direct their paths. There's a story that I was reading in 1 Kings um, about how Elisha, how he became uh, this mentee, a follower for the prophet Elijah. And as I was reading, Elijah came to Elisha and he threw his cloak on him, basically to say, follow me now. You are now going to be my protege. You, are next, you be, will be the new prophet for the children of Israel. And Elisha turned to Elijah and said, can I at least say goodbye to my mother and father? Like you just came and picked me up and just said, let's go. And Elijah said, I'm not holding you. You know, I just just realized what I just did. I just commissioned you to come along. And at that response, Elijah went back because he was in the field in um, running oxen for his parents. He was in the field uh work in the field with the workers and what he did he had a party it said he slaughtered the oxen cooked them had a barbecue and then he said goodbye everybody i gotta go he said i gotta go because god has commissioned me for a great work and he left his parents right there and i want to and that's in first kings if you want to go read that story first kings chapter 19 19 through 21 but i want to go also to the word of god for luke 9 59 through 62 it said, and Jesus said to another man, follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. And as we've always uh given the scripture here about luke 14 26 when god says when jesus says you must deny your mother father siblings brothers sisters everybody even yourself or you cannot follow god our children have to follow god it is a mandate on their lives and i'll tell you if you are a child and a young person and you still feel this tug where your parents are still trying to hold you back hold you down and you feel god tugging you to move out do some work uh you're, he's calling you to a different place than what they're advising. Make sure you're hearing from God because you want to be right. But you can hear from God. And, and God doesn't just speak through your parents. No, no, no. He can speak directly to you. If you have that personal relationship with God and you're spending time with him, he will direct your path. He will speak directly to you. It doesn't matter how old you are. God can speak to you. And you have a right to. Follow God's path for your life. But parents, I understand. It is difficult. It is such a heart-wrenching separation. When you realize my child is no longer a child. And they do have a right to follow what they feel is in their heart. And sometimes those decisions aren't great. Sometimes they're not hearing the voice of the Lord. Some decisions they're making are destructive. Some things they do are self-sabotaging because they are young and they don't know a lot. They don't. Not in themselves. They do not know a lot. They're still immature. And it can be very heartbreaking seeing them get into relationships that they shouldn't be in. Seeing them making decisions, sabotaging their future goals. 
How do you deal with that? How do you deal with that? You pray. You cover that child. And you say, God, whatever plans you have for my child, let the nothing come against the plan you have for them. The gates of hell shall not prevail against my child. I don't care what I'm seeing, God. I know what you said about my child. I know that there is plenty of good seed I have put into that child and it will get fruition. I always tell parents that scripture about training your child is said when they're old, they won't depart from it. But when they're young, they might be departing every day. A lot of us departed every day. A lot of things our parents do not know that we did. We were all over the place, some of us. We were doing a lot of things that they have no clue. Still didn't tell them. Even grown, you haven't told your parents some things you did. But God kept you. He covered you. He graced you. Somebody was praying for you. And eventually, you came in where you were supposed to be. You came under the direction of God. You followed, and here you are, just fine, parenting someone. Don't worry about what you didn't give them. Don't worry about what you didn't know at the time when you was raising them. And you said, I think it's some stuff I miss telling them. It's some stuff I didn't give my child. It's okay. Got to get it to them. He'll get it to them through their life experiences, through other mentors, through other strangers and voices. There will be good people in their lives. Make sure you're praying for that. God sends someone. He can send a classmate that could start inviting them to church. That boyfriend or girlfriend you don't like that they have, well, that might be the way God gets them <laughs> to come to him because that boyfriend or girlfriend loves Jesus or their parents do, and it could really introduce them into a relationship with God. Don't fret. Don't fear. Celebrate your child during this season. I want you to celebrate them because they have accomplished much. A lot of children do not make it to this point. They don't make it to graduation. They don't make it to adulthood. We're losing our babies every day. Parents celebrate that you got them here. I'm telling you now, I already got a plan. I got a plan for myself. Every child I have when they graduate, I have already planned to go celebrate them. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate the kid, but about a week later, I'm going to go away and reflect. Me and my husband, we already decided we're going to go away. We're going to celebrate ourselves getting that child ourselves and God getting that child to adulthood I need you to have a plan for it parents plan to celebrate plan to sit down and reflect plan to pat yourself on the back and thank God thank you God for getting me, me this child to adulthood thank you thank you God for helping me raise this child you need to take some time to reflect to sit around with your friends and and whoever you have and say I want to talk about my baby for a minute and how much I absolutely love raising them. And you tell your child that. As they're graduating, say, I have enjoyed being your parent and raising you and living with you in my home. I have enjoyed our experience together. I've enjoyed you. And I want you to know that. And even though now it's going to be more like an advisement and a partnership, I am your biggest supporter. I am your biggest helper. Next to God, you can come and ask me about anything. You can ask me for help. I will never leave you out there. I have your back. Reassure them that your love is not conditional and based upon them following you and doing everything you say. Say, no, my love for you is everlasting. It's forever. It's forever. No matter how old you get, I will always love you and I have your back. You can call me if you need to. 
This is the conversation we need to have with our children as they're leaving. Do not make them feel guilty or shameful for growing, for leveling up, for the promotion that they're, they're having right now. This is a celebratory season for them. And we don't want to diminish this season by making it about our feelings. Yes, get your feelings out, but go to other people. Go to counseling <laughs> or go to a trusted friend that's going to give you good advice and going to help you get those those feelings out. But don't ruin this season for your children, I'm asking you. Not to ruin it for them. Celebrate them becoming an adult. Celebrate their independence. Celebrate God moving in their life and now grabbing them up and taking them on the course he has for them. Celebrate it and tell them you are right there rooting them on. So I hope this helps someone today. If you need to dig deeper and you say, Tara, I am feeling this thing, then I want you to reach out to me at info at tarabody.com or schedule a counseling appointment at tarabody.com under services and we will get through this season it is a transition a major transitional season and it can be so emotional but it's good it still is good so i hope that helped you tonight and i will see you next week on god in therapy take care